0: There's a show that's um, currently on Netflix, I believe, still a- at the time. And um, it's kind of, uh, there's a couple unlikely episodes that I wouldn't have expected because it's the, the young Hollywood uh, actor Zac Efron and he has kind of a co-host, but it's called Down to Earth. But on this particular show, I believe it's only on the second episode of this show, I tend to go around the world um, and look at different environmental situations and things like that and one of the things that they looked at was just water uh, you know the kind of uniqueness of water the versatility of water um, the different kinds of water that we drink and the very place that they actually start the episode with and then end up finishing the episode with is is in Lourdes so so they actually go to Lourdes and one of the things that they do in Lourdes and Lourdes and for those of us who don't remember Lourdes is um, one of the Marian apparitions that's approved by the church where, where our Blessed Mother appeared to St. Bernadette. And, you know, and it was one of, one of the apparition sites that I happened to be able to, to go to to have that blessing and actually bathe in the waters at Lourdes. And so in that particular situation, um, they go there in the beginning and they're speaking with one of the doctors. Because very shortly after the miraculous spring came forth from the ground at Lourdes, they, there were, you know, miraculous healings ever since then, all, all throughout this time. And so they've always had a medical practice there to examine the miraculous healings that have occurred. And there has been, I believe it's 70 approved miracles since that time, since essentially the early 1900s until, until now. And one of the miracles that they chronicle and talk to them about is a man... It's just an amazing, just an amazing situation. It still, still dumbfounds dumb, dumb me just to think of it. But he uh, had cancer, you know, some sort of bone cancer in his hip. And they have all of these x-rays that show how gradually his complete hip, hip on his right side, all of the bone disappeared completely. It was completely degenerated so that all that was left was just the connective tissue and skin of his hip. These things could be, of course, they're medically verified by MRIs and x-rays and the doctors and the fact that, you know, if a bone is gone of your body, you know it's not there anymore, right? You know, you, you would know it well. And so he bathes in the waters at Lourdes and miraculously, immediately and miraculously, he feels something change in his hip. He feels this shoring up of his hip and he's able to stand up out of the waters for the first time in who knows how long and upon medical examination afterwards the hip joint is it, it just returns it's completely regenerated there's no cancer and it's just back this is one of the approved miracles of lords that they chronicle and one of the things that you'll notice one of the things that is required for this this criterion to to be a miracle is that the cure is, is an immediate thing you know, we heard this yesterday when I gave that that example of my grandmother as well. We know that what happens is Jesus says, your son will be well. And then it coincides with the exact time that Jesus said that that would happen, that his son was well. And then in this moment, he says, stand up and walk. Take up your mat and walk. So immediately the cure happens. This is one of the reasons that we know when when something is miraculous. There's other reasons. Um, as well that have to be met but that's one of them is that the cure is immediate with no medical you know intervention of any kind from bathing in this water but the important part about the miracle is where the credit is due remember yesterday my whole story of going up to mount hood and my grandmother dying at the very same time that i turned around The only reason that makes that interesting or unique at all is because the sole purpose that I decided to go up to the mountain that day was an offering for the suffering of my grandmother in the hospital, united to Jesus' suffering. So it was because of Jesus. It was that intention was the only reason that it made that special. That's what separated it from being a coincidence. And so what happens is, like, who is the one that told you to take up your mat and walk? Jesus is the one. You know, so it's just like, why were you healed? For all of us that are here, you know, what brought us to this life? And I thought to myself, and it said this man was sick for 38 years. So that's how old I was when I was ordained a deacon, basically, when I was ordained to the church. So it took me 38 years to be ordained, you know, into the church, as clergy in the church. And I thought to myself, if somebody asked me, why are you here? The answer would be, Jesus Christ healed me. Jesus Christ saved me. I was talking to a, you know, a young man the other day, and we were just talking about this. Sometimes we'll get in these conversations with people outside in the world, whether that's just on the street, in our neighborhood, on a, you know, in a bar, at a restaurant, whatever that might be. And they could ask you about you. You know, what makes you such a happy or joyful person? Why, why do you seem to be such a, a happy or joyful person? And it's amazing, because when you say those words, Jesus Christ, a lot of people, that's when the persecution begins. Or they just simply walk away from you it's an amazing thing but we can never stop proclaiming that the big change in our life that the healing that happens in our life is because of Jesus Christ so we go out, back out there into the world and say who was it that told you to take up your mat, mat and walk who was it that healed you why are you the joyful person that you are the answer to every one of those questions is Jesus Christ. God bless you all.